in the background, and no, it's not the child that we're about to interview. I think it's the guy that's. <laughs> I think it's the. It, I think it's the guy actually holding the child. It's your two-time Supercross winner for 2013, Davey Millsaps, joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits. I know you're used to holding your baby, but uh, are you going to get used to winning these races for 2013, Davey? Yeah, I'm going to do my best. I mean, uh, definitely, it's, it's definitely an accomplishment for myself to, uh, you know, win two out of six so far. And, uh, you know, obviously I've never done that, and, and let alone be on the podium five out of six rounds. So, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to do my best to stay on the podium, and uh, if it's first, second, or third, um, and I do my best, and I'll be happy with it. Davey Millsaps, Supercross winner from San Diego, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, Davey, one of the things that was coming out of a lot of people's mouths after you won Anaheim was this is a fluke. It's a joke. It's a one-off deal. I think you're pretty much taking that middle finger to those folks that doubted you, aren't you? Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's definitely nice to to win a second round and uh, and hopefully turn some of those haters into believers. But, uh, you know, true haters are always going to hate, and that's on every single ride there is out there. And... Uh, but the the believers are uh, are still going to believe whether you're doing bad or good. So I don't hope that I can uh, just keep doing good and uh, put myself in good positions to be able to do good. Well, frankly, Davey Millsaps, when did you personally and your engineers and your mechanics, when did you guys become full believers that you could do this? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we just had a good off season of, of training and, and being consistent on the bike and off the bike and, uh, and coming into Anaheim prepared, uh, the best that I could be, um, in a short amount of time. So, you know, winning the, winning the first round was a big accomplishment for, for the whole team and myself and everyone that's been uh, pushing me. So I think after that in Phoenix and, and then the next round, um, you know, kind of, kind of made us into believers that uh you know that we can run up in the front but uh you know like the whole big five thing yeah you know there's more than five guys out there that can get on the podium or win or whatever so uh i think uh i think knowing that helped a lot too Davey Millsap, San Diego winner, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, Davey, you are right. There are more than five. And I kind of can't stand that. When you come up to Anaheim 1 and everybody's like, oh, it's just Reed and Stewart and, you know, whoever else they want to throw in there. No, there's a bunch of guys this year. You guys have proven that. But what's kind of funny is Reed has yet to win. Stewart has yet to win. Kennard has yet to win. Who do you think is next? Who do you really have your eye on to be the next winner? You can't count any of them out, period. You know, you, you have Barsha, you have Reed, you have Stewart, you have Villapoto, uh, you have Kennard, um, myself. Uh, I mean, there's there, there's so many guys that can win. You know, you, you can't count them, any of them out. And uh, and that's the crazy thing about, about this year is just, you know, it's anyone's game at any moment. And... Uh, uh, you just can't pick a next winner. Was the start at San Diego as crucial as it looked to us watching it on TV or in the stands? Because I noticed that, I believe it was Villapoto and Kennard, neither one of them got a good start. And to be honest, neither one of them were contenders in the race either, whereas you got an awesome start and nobody caught you. I want to say it was probably the most important part of the race. That and being consistent the whole the whole 20 laps was the two main parts. 
you know, Reed, Reed and I were going back and forth quite a bit until he went down, and then Barsh and I were uh, were right there the whole time. So it was a uh, it was an interesting 20 laps, and and pretty much you know a battle for me to stay in front for the whole 20 laps. So it was a good race for me, and and uh, I would definitely say that the start. <laughs> definitely helped me out a lot. Well, it's not lost on a lot of guys like myself who own Suzuki's. That Suzuki got their first win in San Diego, which is beyond belief for, to begin yeah. with. And two, when you won in that Suzuki, and now with these two wins and all these podiums, are you starting to get some phone calls or some recognition from Suzuki or other manufacturers or other sponsors going, dude, we need to be on that bike, on that helmet? That's with my team deal. You know, I have no idea. Uh, I just kind of do my own thing, and as far as I'm told, you know, we're pretty much, you know, just the same. It's uh, we're a privately funded team and and uh, and all that stuff. But uh, you know, we have enough backing and we have great sponsors that that support us and, and are behind us 110 percent and you know willing to jump at the bit if we need anything to go to the next level. And uh, you know, I think for everyone on our team and including the sponsors are tired of being. You call it a privateer team, but I don't believe in my heart that we are at all. I think our bike is just as good as any bike out there, and uh, and our program is just as good too. So I think at uh, any any moment they can uh, step up and and be that next thing. They'll take it. They'll uh, they'll jump at it for sure, and uh, I think that's what they're doing. You know what? Yeah, I got a. There's a little fire in your voice when you said that. You know, step up, people, or, or you know how you worded it there. Because I was a little frustrated after you won Anaheim. I reached out to Suzuki and said, "Hey, can you help me get Millsaps on our show? We we want to promote every winner this year." And then again, you know, after San Diego, and they say, "Oh, we're not representing Millsaps. We're just doing Stewart." I'm like, "What?" No, you've got a two-time winner. Somebody needs to step up and get this guy. It, it drives me nuts as a media person. I'm sure it can only be driving you nuts because you deserve it, man. You deserve people to step up for you. And that's what and that's what my team has done. You know, Rockstar Energy Racing has stepped up for me, and they provide me with uh, with the equipment that uh, that is eligible to win, capable, sorry, of uh, of winning. Davy Millsaps, San Diego Supercross winner and two-time Supercross winner for 2013, joins us here in the Speed Freaks. And, and you guys listening to 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Fort Worth, be sure to check this guy out and many others coming up Saturday night at Cowboy Stadium. Davey Millsap's going out there to get, his, get him a win. Before we get out of here, Davey, musicians will go back and listen to their songs after they cut them and just really gloat and have a good time listening to songs that they produce and write and sing. Writers will do the same thing when they publish something, go back and read it. You as a, a writer, R-I-D-E-R, with the points lead, do you go to supercrossonline.com and look at your point standings ahead of everybody else every other I, minute? No, I don't. I, I try to not really focus on that and, and just really focus on, on one thing at a time, one race at a time. Uh <clears throat> And just worry about myself and 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 staying consistent. You know, the only thing that really changes is, is the color of my background, and uh, that's the way I'm, I I kind of like to keep it. You know, just because you know all the hype is around the red the red background or the, the red plates or whatever, and, and the points lead. But you know, at the end of the day, there's still uh, 11 races left and uh, a lot of racing to do. So I just got to go out there and do my best every time and and, and take it one race at a time and. You know, one week at a time. That's all you can really do. So you don't roll in a Seven Eleven to buy some Rockstar <laughs> or some some baby milk and say, "Look, I'm your points leader, bitches." <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not me. I'm not that. I'm not that guy. And uh, <laughs> you know, when people ask me all the time, I give them the same answer. It's the uh, only thing that's changed is the color of my plates. So uh, I'm still the same person, and, and there's no need to uh, have me go over the points lead because, uh, like I said, it's still eleven races left, and uh, you know, I just got to go out there and and keep doing what I'm doing, and and uh, hopefully stay in the front. And well, this is, uh, the red plate after Vegas, and I'll be pumped for sure. Then. Yeah. Then I'll be pumped. <laughs> then you'll say, listen, bitches. Well, the guy that you are right now is very humble. In case people can't see that from this interview right now, it's awesome to hear you like this. And you are a great dad. We love following you on Twitter. In this picture of, who is it, Dane, your son, who has now graduated to the big boy bathtub? That must have been an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, that was his, uh, that was his first, first time big boy bath. And, and. It's just so hard to go in the bath and the little tub is so big and, and water goes completely everywhere and he's a, he's a bit of a mission. So putting him in there on the little chair where he can't really do anything but play in the water and play with the toys was a, was a big help. But see, that's the thing. You had him in a chair. I was expecting him to be on a bike seat or something. No, no, no bikes for this guy. No bikes. Really? No bikes. Ever? Not unless he, and really, really, really wants one, then I don't plan on getting him one, no. Oh, really? How about that, Freak Nation? Man. Yep, I mean, I'll, get him, I'll, I'll let him do something else, but uh, I'd rather not go through, you know, the whole motocross scene again and uh, maybe do something different with him. You know, we really haven't ever had a chance to do another sport, and uh, I think it'd be pretty cool if, if, uh, if he did something different. Now you're not really you're not regretting your background, but you're saying you would rather him do something else, maybe for a variety in the family. Is that what you're kind of well, saying? Well, I mean that, and you know, it's uh, it's a lot of dedication to to do what we do and to be where we're at, and and it's a lot of hardships on the family, and and it puts a lot of stress on uh, as a kid. You know, you don't really have time to really be a kid. You you have to grow up so fast, and you know, especially turning pro at fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, it's uh. You don't have time to enjoy, uh, you know, what every kid gets to enjoy, which is, you know, going playing other sports every single day, or, or you know, going to you know uh, high school and college, and you know, I know a lot of kids don't enjoy that nowadays, but you know, maybe he wants to do something else. It's uh, football, baseball, basketball. I don't know. He's pretty big, so maybe basketball might fit in. <laughs> well, something, something. Well, well, Dave, you make a good point because it's out there. It's on video. I mean, it was on CBS this afternoon with Ryan Villapoto about his relationship with his old man, about how his dad would push him and push him to where it drove those two guys apart to where Ryan Villapoto says, this isn't my life, man. It sounds like you're echoing the same thing. Well, you know, my mom and I had our hardships, you know, and we really don't talk on a regular basis at all. And uh, and she owns NTF in Georgia, so obviously you know she had pushed me my entire life to to be where I'm at, and and you know she only wanted what was better for me, but uh, you know you can only push your your kids so hard before it starts getting to the point to where you lose the mother son or father son or whatever you, you know whatever combination it may be, you, you lose that, and then it becomes uh, trainer and you know coach and whatever, and and uh, that always doesn't work out. You know. That's pretty straightforward there, and, and that happens. I don't care if it's piano or if yeah, it's foot, regardless. When you have one of those soccer moms and dads that continue to push your child, I can see how it drives you away, Davey. It's, uh, you know, obviously the parents only want what's best for you, and that's the bottom line. But, uh, 
sometimes it's good for them to take a step back and, and uh, ask themselves if this is how they would want to be treated and, and pushed and into doing something that, that they don't want to do rather than what, you know, the parents want them to do. It's kind of how I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to be the, the, the moto dad that's pushing him to do something that he doesn't want to do and because I know that, you know, he can do it or he should do it or needs to do it. I just want him to do what he wants to do, and whatever it is, I'll be happy with. His name, Davey Millsaps. Follow him on Twitter, at Davey Millsaps. And Freak Nation, listening to us on 105 Through the Fan, Dallas-Fort Worth. See the sky Saturday night at Cowboy Stadium. DM, we're proud of what you've done. We're, we've, we've been following you for many, many years. Good to get you in the Freak Nation as a big-ass winner. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Davey Millsap's pretty straightforward there. We know a couple of dads, and one in particular that I'm not going to name, that is a moto dad. We know what's happened to his son or what hasn't happened to his son, Statman, Crash Gladys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of scary to hear that, and you're right. It does happen at all levels of parent-child relationship, whether yep. it's a dance mom or a stage door mom or a dad in baseball, a soccer dad or whatever it just forces them into yeah. something that a musician that sometimes the kids you know thankfully the mom pushed me and now i'm santana but if you don't have the passion for it mm-hmm. and the parents are pushing you that's where the conflict comes from